Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So lovely. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It was a trap. I'm so high. <laughs> Incredibly. It's amazing. Oh, hi. Hi, hi, Linnea. Hi. Hi, hi, Linnea. <laughs> Can you see my eyes? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put googly eyes on your glasses. <laughs> No, because what would end up happening is us just laughing at all people here. It's like hair with the, you know, in there, just trying I'm to like. Choking on a candy. I'm choking on a hairy bow. And then after a while, I'm still dying laughing. <laughs> Meanwhile, your parents burst in through the door because you've had a heart attack, and your their your Apple Watch alerted them. Oh, I'm not even wearing it. That's not good news. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god! So uh, yeah, getting high with true crime. Hi, hi. <laughs> I'm alive. Uh, yeah, getting high with true crime. Me, Linnea's Peruge, and then we have. That's me, Mel- Melissa. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> so we're cake for cake. Um. Yeah. So as 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 wow, I've said I'm quite lifted right now. I uh tried some of that Shred X Rainbow he- Heavies. It's like three different ones, and they're in each one they're half gram. And tonight I had the Narberry. I had a Narberry the other day. Yeah, and these ones are in. They're infused, so it's got like your flower, mm-hmm. flower that looks bad. Um, they're kind and, of like sh- schnozzleberries, and like distillate in them. So it's just like, Ooh, hello. If I'm reading the package right, I think it's like forty three percent THC. <laughs> Canadian weed is remarkably strong. Uh huh. You gotta do the googly eyes, dude. <laughs> Get the one, the red one. Do you have red googly eyes? Oh no, no, those are creepy. I don't like those ones. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but yeah, so this 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 stuff's amazing. So thank you to Cody at Canna Cabana and Black Vault. Uh, we're not sponsored by them. That's just where I shop. Um, for his recommendation of those. Amazing friends. What, you, what did you smoke? Oh, unicorn poop, right? I think it was. <laughs> Still not really certain. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think I wrote on the bag. No, and like I, I like I took care of that. I took care of it. I don't even fucking know where it is, but I think that's what it was in that canister. Maybe with another little delightful bud with it of some sort. <laughs> A gift from a friend. <laughs> In Canada, where we gift our friends weed. Oh, the land of the... I oppressed, but high. <laughs> oh, the highly oppressed. <laughs> See what I did dark, there? <laughs> dark times, my friend. Ooh. I also got this one. But- it's the box hot bruise control tropical trip in the two milligram cart. Ooh, <laughs> it's, it's like a bullet, man. That's beautiful. Oh, look, and it's so pretty, too. Yeah, I saw it for a split second, it's gone now. Oh, dude, we got to start, um, like putting these online. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's but I one day I might work through the backlog. But they I these guys are actually smart. See, they put the brand and the name of it on. Oh, that's fucking amazing. They heard. It's they about heard time. <laughs> it's so tough. You gotta like. Okay, I put that one on that, and I put that one over there, and They're then all on the shelf, and then but then literally you know that's high. what it is, but then you start second guessing yourself because you have anxiety, and that's just how life works. Yeah, I just usually find a couple together and get rid of the anxiety. That's why I like when I get the carts, I like the ones that are like flavor flavored. Like mm-hmm. there was like there was like a polar mint one or whatever. Oh my god, Ooh. that stuff was so minty. I loved it. But like or the peachy peachy ones or you know, things like mm-hmm. that. Cause then at least if I try it again, then I I know which one it is. But yeah. No, fuck, this is amazing. And this cart, because adjustable. There's still fits in there? I feel like it that's sounds... what she said. <laughs> it still fits in there. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my god, it still fits in there. Wow. That's crazy. Because there's a couple scenarios. Any... <laughs> there's a couple scenarios <laughs> that ran through my brain like a movie. <laughs> nobody has any. Well, I mean, yeah, never mind. There's some context, but. No pictures of us. Never mind. There's no pictures. I, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to put my mic on mute here for a little while. I, I don't think. even know what you're talking about anymore. I'm so confused. Neither do I. <laughs> and so this, uh, this one, this episode, episode number 50, subtitle is going to be... 50, She's so high. Yeah. 5-0. Woohoo. (laughs) That's the sound of the police. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh gosh. Uh, I'm I'm oh maybe this is how I die. Maybe. <laughs> Choking yeah. on a Haribo. <laughs> I got I got this cart because it has a higher CBD amount in it. Hmm. And what I about like... the CBG. No, no, no. This one's just the CBD. But what about the CBG? Oh, that shit's amazing. I know what you're saying. Oh, yes. can you is that better? I'm probably too far. Is that no, you sound fine no matter what. Whoa, are you flirting with me? <laughs> uh, vodka is what I would need. Uh, because that just loosens all the inhibitions that require Can you see the me to decide. Fire behind my head? <laughs> you, you see me in a prison here? <laughs> I'm outside the prison window with my dumpster fire, keeping you warm. <laughs> or, or, no, you're causing a distraction so I can escape. <laughs> well, it's keeping you warm till that happens, though. <laughs> That's fair, right? Because this this prison cell looks very cold. It really does. Solitary confinement with a little bit of sunshine. I mean, it's got my own private view. Granted, I'm probably too fucking short to look out the window. <laughs> You'd find a way, but then accidentally hang yourself. So that just don't do it. There's nothing to hang myself on. So what would end up happening? Oh man, this totally leans me into like Rapunzel. (laughs) Let down, let up, then down your hair. (laughs) God damn it! I wish I wouldn't cut my hair. (laughs) Did I tell you I cut my own hair? Uh, I also I also cut my own hair the other day. Yeah. Did you have a Britney Spears moment? No, I just saw like a thing on like on youtube or something or reels and it was like brad mondo and he's like watching girls give themselves the butterfly haircut oh i love those i know and he was like yeah that's totally (laughs) the way to do it so i watched enough of the ones where he said that and i did that and it worked it worked great cool well it does look different i see it it's got some shape you did a beautiful job i i made two snips and then I took, this is the funnier part. That's is, what she said. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, I have scissors for grooming Kevin, my dog. Right. right? So, and they're, like, they're legit, sharp. like, they're, they're very so, yeah. sharp. They're meant for the hair. They're meant for hair. So, yeah, it works. So, and then I also have thinning shears <laughs> meant for hair for the dog. That's amazing. So, so that's what I used. <laughs> Because I did that instead of doing the little snippy snippy because that yes. gives me anxiety doing that. Mm-hmm. But, so I just did and then well, like, thinned it with out. Especially sharp scissors too. That's mm-hmm. definitely hazardous. Yep. But I survived. I'm so happy that you survived. So you can be here <laughs> now. I, just, I have that I will survive song stuck in my head right now. My hair is in my mouth too. <laughs> it's everywhere. I did not do such a just good job of the what I did. I I've had the back underneath part shaved off because it's you know it only like it only grows out like a tiny bit and then it curls and then it's like it's fucked up. So they shave it now a little bit of it, and I haven't been since before Punta Cana. <laughs> Okay. Oh, like, I have a question. It's like winging out. It's my like mullet. It's like my after party mullet. 
That's hilarious. I I cut it off with some scissors I found. See, I think that was the main thing <laughs> that kept me from getting the undercut was because I was like the, the grow out. No. <laughs> oh well, I did what I do to Leo all the time, and Leo is our dog, and he. <laughs> He cries himself to sleep at night after I cut his hair. But it gets out of control and it needs to come off. And times are tough, man. So Leo gets the bowl cut. That's it. He just gets the bowl cut. That's like Kevin. I I experiment every time. (laughs) Except for lately, lately, he's just been everything goes. Mm. But um, the one time I cut it, I cut his hair where it's Mm. like, so it looked like he had long boots. and i did did a little poof ball on his tail and i left his like uh his floof on top of his head but everything else was short like (laughs) naked pink short (laughs) and um yeah it was amazing because then we we mohawked his floof Mm -hmm. and we used hair chalk because he's white so it just shows up like so well and then we put his spike collar on he looked like something right out of an 80s like rock band type you need to post a picture of that uh, I have to find it, but yes, mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, dog. Post Kevin. <laughs> I wrote dog. 80s rocker. What did you write? I just wrote dog. Just dog. Ooh. Yeah, so. Where's your. Got the, the, now that I circle back to, I remember I was talking about the CBD in this thing. Mm <laughs> I got it because I, like a dumbass, slipped on ice the other day. Oh, no. I fell in the most graceful way possible. Like, literally, it was just like my one foot went in towards me. So I kind of just tucked my leg in and I sat. But I jarred the whole left side of my body in a way that felt like I'd been in a car accident. Oh. So I have a Cairo appointment on Monday. Holy. Yeah. And then I'm probably going to attempt to book another uh, massage appointment after that. Oh, that's yeah. shitty when that happened. Oh, it's brutal. Was it at least to like, like get a fish out of the hole like that was trying to escape or oh, like? No, oh, no, no. This was the, the better part was it was in the parking lot as I was walking back from the grocery store to the van. No. One green pepper in one hand, pack a steak in the other hand. <laughs> And I just sat down. It's like I just sat in the parking lot like I was having a fit, like a toddler or something. And it was hilarious because people saw and they're like, you okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Need help up? No, I'm just going to sit for a second. Oh. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, it hurts. I eat, It hurts. <laughs> you are, that. that's a good lift to have right now to relax the uh <laughs> the muscles my poor muscles yeah oh. oh that sucks it feels almost just like how my body felt when i had a was it my first or the second accident the first the first one when i got rear-ended but only on left side the left side of my body right now I get a tickle and I had to cough. Oh, no. So I muted. So I didn't like. Well, fuck. Should we crack into this bitch? 
Is that going to be relevant to the case? <laughs> oh, uh, no, not really. Oh, damn. Uh, okay, if I was going to do that. Uh, let me think here. I don't think there's a really good way to do it. I think that's the name of the episode, though. Let's crack into this bitch. <laughs> no. Well, that might be better than your intro. Episode 50 <laughs> Mary Bell, a child serial killer. Ooh. Yeah. This is going to be freaky. So, a child serial killer. Oh, my ear. Sorry, itchy ear. Okay. Does it mean anything when you're right here? I was just like my my eyes rolled into my head. I was like, "What does that mean again?" <laughs> Which year? You should Google it while I, I am. Okay. Which year? <laughs> oh, my right, right. I already am doing it. <laughs> See, we think alike. Who's <laughs> inside your ear? No, on the outside, on the top. Okay. Wait, it gets specific. Oh, does it ever? Oh, we should definitely probably okay outside itchy outside um oh dear it means you have <laughs> can't even <laughs> you, have z- you have zebra spots just kidding i don't even know what that means so zebras don't have fucking spots they have stripes oh <gasps> Maybe we slip dimensions and the dimension you're in currently is zebras have spots. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay, wait. So what does it say? Hey, someone is saying nice things about you. Oh. Mm-hmm. And if it itches often, it's a spiritual high five. Singing, sing. <laughs> signaling (laughs) signaling (laughs) that someone out there is singing your praises it's like the universe's way of saying hey you're doing great and people are noticing (gasps) maybe we gained a new listener (laughs) maybe Nickelback saw one of my TikToks (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) they'd be like scroll scroll who is this wingnut? <laughs> I want to meet her. I want to sing her a song. They might want to get a restraining order. There was a couple there where I tried to morph myself into Chad Kruger. So. You want it? Oh, dear. <clears throat> Does your what? husband know? <laughs> uh, okay. No. Um. Also, WebMD says you might be the site of an ear infection. No, it's definitely not that. So. Bacteria can cause them and viruses. No, I'm good. <sighs> okay, so, so episode- thanks, thanks for saying nice things about Linnea. I'm just interrupting her again <laughs> so that I can <laughs> say thank you to those people that are saying nice things because it's good. It's making my ear itchy. Just <laughs> <laughs> like look at you. <laughs> Tone it down, just a scoosh. <laughs> scoosh, not a scoosh. A scoosh. Yes. Right. What, is it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. Googling you heard scoosh. That? <laughs> <laughs> it's a um accessory for life. 
What? It's an FM, FM transmitter. <laughs> and a dash cap? <laughs> Wait, what is it? <laughs> okay. Oh, measurement, measurement, scotch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> episode 50 ever in the podcast yeah also the only episode 50 ever <laughs> in the podcast holy fucking doodles <laughs> okay ow <laughs> okay fucking cramps this is some good <laughs> calorie burning right now my eyes are my eyes have they're wet <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so today was a bitch anyway. Today we're going to discuss Mary Bell, who at only the age of 10 years old killed a young boy. This is laughing. It's not funny. She had to mute herself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. together, woman. Jesus. Oh. But there's a fucking tears <laughs> running down my legs. <laughs> okay. Welcome okay. to episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> Where eventually they get to the episode. <laughs> Linnea, the host of Getting High with True Crime, <laughs> and I'm Melissa. <laughs> I think. Ah, oh. <laughs> you have you have tears too. Goddamn full moon, full moon. Okay, yowl at the moon later. Okay, I apologize. I got it together now. Okay, so let's go back in time. And learn a little about Mary's upbringing to maybe see why such a young girl could do something so evil. <clears throat> so this all sorry. So this all takes place in England. Uh, Mary was born, oh, yeah, May twenty sixth, nineteen fifty seven. Wait, May twenty. 20- hmm. Really? Wait, is that a a total? Well, for. If you want to line this up, it's she's only two years older than my mom. Oh, goodness. Yep. Um, so Mary's mother, Elizabeth, also known as Betty, uh, was a well-known prostitute. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Elizabeth. Uh, her, her mother would often travel for work. Uh, leaving her children to fend for themselves Aww. or sometimes in the care of their father if he was ever around. But that sounds like he was barely ever around. So I'm assuming they mostly fended for themselves. 
that was an alcoholic or something yeah uh william bell uh so her father uh was not actually mary's father uh as she had oh she was already a baby when him and her mother got together um he was also known to be a violent alcoholic uh and was already well known to the law so Mm -hmm. various reasons uh mary was often uh neglected oh yeah um okay so mary was elizabeth's second child and was often neglected by both of her parents uh she had also been unwanted by her mother even when she was born what the hell yeah um like really bad um mary suffered greatly uh while in the care of her mother having suffered many accidents and i'm doing that in bunny ears while in her mother's care so many believe that elizabeth was either really negligent in her care of mary or purposely trying to kill her own child Mm. uh so a couple examples of this is she once gave mary a bunch of sleeping pills uh and another time she dropped her from a first floor window so ground level floor but still she dropped her out the window uh she even once sold mary to a crazy lady who was unable to have children of her own uh catherine mary's older sister had to go get mary back from the woman oh my god yeah Many of Elizabeth's family offered to take Mary and care for her, but Elizabeth always refused, which makes absolutely no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also suspected that Elizabeth was allowing some of her clients to abuse Mary sexually in sadomasochistic sessions by the uh, mid 1960s. So Sounds she only right for the 1960s too. So yeah. Uh, as she mentioned, by this time, her mother was known as uh, known to be a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. So as a child growing up, Mary was known to have unpredictable behavior, some of which included mood swings, mm-hmm. bedwetting, mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes she would show aggression towards other children. Mm-hmm. Uh, on several <laughs> occasions, she had attempted to strangle some of her fellow classmates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary's behavior led to many children not wanting to associate with her. Uh, Mary instead spent uh, time with uh, 13-year-old uh, uh, Norma Joyce Bell. Not related. So she would actually live next door. Like, what are the odds that your last name is Bell and so is theirs? But there's no relative connection. That's weird. Kind of cool. If it it is no, I agree. If it played out differently. (laughs) Damn it. Yes, right. Uh, So many of Mary's classmates eventually learned the the warning signs to look out for uh, before Mary would flip her bitch switch um, and have a violent outburst. Some of those signs were her shaking of her head. Or intense staring mm-hmm. uh, with the subject she was staring at, uh, soon to be attacked, often by Mary trying to strangle them. Mm-hmm. So on May 11th, 1968, a young three year old boy was found walking around in a daze and bleeding near St. Margaret's Road in Scottswood. Mm-hmm. When questioned, the young boy claimed he had been playing with Norma Joyce. 
And I think eventually I just drop the Joyce part and just start calling her Norma. But um, okay, because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Norma and Mary uh, on. T- he was playing with Norma and Mary on top of an air raid shelter when one of the girls pushed him off the roof and he fell seven feet to the ground. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, the boy suffered a decent cut to his head. And later the same day, a complaint to police was filed when Norma, Joyce, and Mary were accused of trying to strangle three small girls in the sandpit of a local playground. So can I just say that, like, perhaps her mother, including her in some of her fucked up bullshit, that strangulation was possibly something that she had seen as normal? Or suffered. Or suffered, or... Because, like, isn't that how a lot of predators and things come to be like even in the toy the toy box one like his dad gave him porn when he was like a child right and a specific type of porn right and that was what he found so she seems to be doing the same thing but with like right like or she's acting it out on others because that's what was done to her maybe yeah well she's it's done to her she's seen it she's been i'm willing to bet all my money which is very little um on that something to that effect happened yeah okay that's just my initial thought i'm like she's just acting out what she's seen like that's what that's what fucking kids do and if they have been traumatized like to their very very soul by those things they're generally going to like fall into those things so shitty yep oh so When questioned by police, both Norma and Mary denied the allegations, of course, claiming that they had only found the young boy already suffering from the head wound. So when the girls were questioned about the altercation, one second, one second. Are you good? You're muted. There we go. Now I hear you. Get a ghost at the door. Oh, okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So when the girls were questioned about the altercation with the three young girls, Mary denied everything. But Norma told police that Mary had attempted to throttle the young girls. Norma claimed that Mary had told one of the girls, what happens if you choke someone? Do they die? Uh, and then Mary, then Mary attempted to choke the girl. So Norma told her to stop. So Mary began to strangle one of the other young girls. And the Holy third, shit. yeah, the third girl came up to Mary, and Mary began to try and strangle her instead. Uh, so, but due to Mary's age, she was only issued a warning and released. Hmm. Nowadays, you'd have CPS showing up at your door. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Mary's first victim was four year old Martin Brown. This occurred on May 25th, 1968. So just one day before Mary was t- to turn 11 years old. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. It was believed that Mary had committed the murder all on her own. The body of little Martin was discovered in an upstairs bedroom of a derelict home in the neighborhood. By three children. The children found Martin around 3.30 p.m. Uh, and he had been found laying on his back with his arms outstretched above his head. 
Martin's body did not show any signs of violence aside from some blood and foam around the little boy's mouth, hmm. which we did learn from the Lori Vallow case that that is often a sign of like them being choked. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so there was um, some wor- like construction worker in the area um, and he was either told about or heard the commotion um, and came into run, like ran into the house and he tried to perform CPR on Martin, but it was definitely way too late. Martin was long dead. So while the worker was attempting CPR, Mary and Norma had appeared in the doorway, uh, but were shooed away. The two girls then walked to Martin's aunt's home and informed her that her nephew was dead. What the fuck? Oh, it gets better. Oh. <laughs> oh, psycho. <clears throat> yes. Um, the next day, an autopsy was done on Martin's body, but lacking any signs of trauma, the coroner was unable to determine a cause of death. So also that day, May 26th, Mary decided a fun way for her to celebrate her birthday would be for her and Norma to break into a local daycare and completely vandalize the whole place. What the? Uh, Yeah. They destroyed books. They threw paint and ink all over the walls. Like, they just completely Mm. tossed the place. Wow. Yeah. And then, of course, they managed to escape. So, the next day, May 27th, daycare staff discovered the vandalism. Mm -hmm. uh, And they reported it to the police. And the police investigated it, of course. And during the investigation, they discovered four notes... Uh, claiming responsibility for Martin's death. So I, I have them written here. Okay. So one of these notes said, I murder so that I may come back. Another one read, we did murder Martin Brown. Fuck off, you bastard. <gasps> and like the spelling is off. Like the some of it, because obviously a kid that's wrote these. Uh-huh. Um, because when it said uh, the fuck off you bastard it was fuck of you bastard okay yeah a third note uh says fuck off we murder watch out fanny and faggot sorry yeah sorry that was a common word back then um but uh in that one fuck was spelled f-u-c-h okay uh and the fourth and final note read you are you are mice why because, and I think they meant to say because, uh, we murdered Martin. Go Brown, you uh, beat. Look out, there are murders about by Fanny and old faggots, you screws. Huh. Yeah. So, and there are so many spelling mistakes. It's ridiculous. Um, unfortunately, though, police wrote it off as a prank by kids and left it all at that. A prank? What was the notes written in, like, or like, like on paper or on the yeah, wall or like? No, they were like paper. Okay, it was like written with like it's very scratchy, right? And you can find the pictures of it. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm a look. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So two days later, on the 29th of May, shortly before Martin's funeral, Mary and Norma visited Martin's home. 
His mother answered the door and the girls asked her if they could see Martin. His mother informed them, and I'm assuming she thought that they weren't aware that he had died, mm-hmm. um, that they he could not they could not see him because he had died. Um, Mary then replied, Oh, I know he's dead. I want to see him in his coffin. What? Yeah. Oh. Like, holy crap. That girl just really just needed to be hugged from the very beginning. Um, so on July 31st, 1968, only two months later, the body of three-year-old Brian Howe was discovered in the same area. Oh. But this time, it was between two concrete blocks. <clears throat> he had last been seen playing out front of his house with a sibling as well as Mary and Norma. And when the little boy did not return home later that day, and what I don't get, who lets their three-year-old play without adult eye-to-eyeball supervision? It was 1968. I know, but can you imagine imagine doing that now? (laughs) Everybody would fucking judge you. You would be like being visited by CPS. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you literally can't trust anybody now. No. I don't think you could trust people then either. No. We just didn't know about it. We're just more aware of it now. Yeah. Ignorance is fucking bliss. I'll tell you that. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, his body was located around 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was obviously deceased. Brian's lips were blue and there were some scratches and bruising on his neck. Broken pair of scissors were found near his feet, and a feeble attempt had um, had been done to cover his body just by throwing grass and weeds on it. Yeah. And I... Th- oh, yeah, in the next paragraph, we get into more details. Uh. So, the autopsy showed that Brian had been strangled to death. It also found that he had been dead for approximately 7.5 hours before being discovered. The matter uh, of strangulation, the manner of strangulation, was that uh, someone had pinched Brian's nostrils shut and with the other hand had squeezed his throat. Whoa. Yeah. Brian's legs were covered with numerous puncture wounds. Uh, These wounds occurred before he had died. And some of the hair had uh, been cut from his head. Also, his genitals had been partially mutilated. And there had been an attempt to carve the letter M into Brian's stomach. Oh. Yeah. So police concluded the killer must have been another child due to the little amount of force used during the murder. Um, like evident in the amount of bruising and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Police also discovered gray and maroon colored fibers on Brian's body that did not match Brian or anything at his home. So police were sure that these had probably transferred from the killer. Uh, So with there now being a second child murdered, a huge manhunt began for the killer and over a hundred detectives from all over that area were assigned to the case. Wow. More than, yeah, more than 1,200 children were questioned um, about their whereabouts on the day Brian was murdered. Two of these kids were Mary and Norma Bell. Not related. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they were interviewed on August 1st. And other witnesses had named the two children as having been seen playing with Brian before he went missing. So during her interview, Nora, uh, Norma seemed excitable. Mary, on the other hand, was notably more observant and reserved in what she would say to police. Like she'd sit back and she'd just kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want to play your game. Wow. Yeah. So despite the fact that Norma and Mary's answers were often contradictory, they still admitted to having been having played with Brian that day. And they both told police that they hadn't seen Brian after lunch, though. Because they had taken care of him before mm. lunch, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's not funny. But yeah. So the next day, Mary was questioned more. And she told police that she had seen a local eight-year-old boy playing with Brian. She also claimed that she had witnessed the boy hit Brian several times. She also told officers that she had noticed that the boy had been carrying a pair of scissors. She claimed she had seen the boy attempt to cut off a cat's tail with those scissors, uh, but that was had been unable. Oh, but that he hadn't been able to uh, because there was something wrong with the scissors, like they were broken or something. Mm. So the information about the scissors had not been released to the public. It was then that police looked at Mary as their main suspect, because obviously she said too much. And especially after interviewing the boy Mary had claimed had been uh, playing with Brian. Turns out he hadn't even been in town. In, in fact, he was traveling with his parents and was at a different airport. <sighs> so Norma's parents contacted police on August 4th. They explained to police that Norma wanted to come clean about what she knew and what had happened to Brian. Norma claimed that Mary had taken her to Brian's body and then had showed Norma how she had strangled Brian. She also stated that Mary had told her that she had enjoyed killing Brian. She also told police that Mary had used a razor blade to carve the letter M into the boy's stomach and that Mary had also used the broken scissors. The razor blade had been hidden at the crime scene. So Norma then showed police where the razor blade had been hidden. So they took her to this crime scene and she showed them mm -hmm. and they were able to recover it for evidence. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's a good way to kind of be like, Hey, yeah, I'm telling the truth. Mm -hmm. So police arrived at the door of Mary's home in the early hours of August 5th. When presented uh, with what police now knew, Mary began to get defensive and even told police she would get a lawyer to get her out of this. Norma was questioned again, and this time fessed up to being present when Brian was strangled. Mm. The gray and maroon fibers uh, that had been found on Brian's body matched that of the clothing the girls had been wearing that day. It was reported that on August 7th, the day of Brian's funeral, Mary was seen outside of Brian's home, rubbing her hands together and laughing as they brought out Brian's coffin. That's fucked up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Both Mary and Norma were charged with Brian's murder. The, uh, this occurred at 8 p.m. the same day of his funeral. So in response to being charged with Brian's murder, Mary had said, that's all right by me. Norma's response was more what you would expect. And she began to cry and say, I never, I will pay you, uh, 
I will pay you back for this. So I think she's mad at uh, her friend there. For getting her included and arrested. and mm-hmm. uh-huh. so well, She was Mid- an accessory, though. <laughs> well, yeah, technically. right? At least. Yeah. Uh, so when Mary wrote out a statement that she had been there when Brian was uh, murdered, uh, but that Norma had been the one doing all the killing. Oh, my God. Yeah, just mm. fucking threw her friend under the bus. Uh, she also confessed that it was Norma and her that had broke into the vandalized, uh, broke into and vandalized the daycare mm-hmm. and leave, left the four notes about killing Martin. So they're only looking at them for the one and then they she messed she up to away. the other two, right? So both, mm-hmm. gr- both girls underwent psych evaluations and through this it was determined that Norma had only been a follower in the situation. Uh, she just didn't have that take charge attitude, right? Mm-hmm. It also showed that Mary was prone to sudden mood swings. Uh, and sometimes she would talk freely, like almost like too much, but then be argumentative and refuse to talk the next. Like she just like flip flopped, like that bitch switch was on off, on off, on off. Is that uh, not bipolar or something like that? Or like. I would tell further down what they diagnose her with. <sighs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> I'm so curious about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so psychiatrists had determined that Mary suffered from a psychopathic personality disorder. In his official report for the Director of Public Prosecutions, David West- Westbury said Mary's social techniques are, are primitive. And take the form of automatic denial, ingratiation, manipulation, complaining, bullying, and flight or violence. So the trial for the two girls began on December 5th of 1968. Uh, The trial was before a judge and jury. Both Norma and Mary pled not guilty. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So at the beginning of the trial, the judge waived the girls' rights to anonymity based on their ages, despite arguments from the defense counsel. This meant that the papers and the public would be able to see the names and photos of the two girls. So wouldn't be able to do that here in Canada. No, never. No. So at the beginning of the trial... Oh, I read that part. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, The opening statement from the prosecution lasted... Holy crap. Six hours. That's he too ex- long. <laughs> that's a long time. He Six expressed- hours too long? <laughs> no, the prosecution. We like the prosecution. Mm. So it's okay. He can yammer on as long as he wants. Okay. I just wouldn't want to be serving, the- being on the jury, just listening, though. To somebody right? That's what I mean. On, on, on. Six yeah. hours too long. <laughs> so... He expressed that despite Mary being the younger of the two girls, she had been the dominant offender in this case. He also said that the girls knew right from wrong and what the outcome would be from their actions, but did it anyways for the pure pleasure and excitement of murder. Wow. So, on the fifth day of the trial, Norma took the stand. She denied any responsibility for the actual killing of the two boys. 
she did admit that she was aware of Mary's violent streak, especially towards other children. She also stated that her and Mary had several conversations about attacking and killing both boys and girls. She stated that she had witnessed Mary hurting Brian, but had done nothing to stop it or to get help. She made sure to say that she did not touch Brian in any way. So Mary was next uh, to testify, and she testified in her own defense, of course, mm -hmm. uh, which <laughs> her testimony lasted for four hours, starting on December 12th and concluding on December 13th. Um, she, so they could just because her started so late in the day, they mm -hmm. obviously recess and then come back. Um, she denied everything that Norma had claimed. She stated that she had only seen Martin's body and hadn't killed him. She also claimed that it had been Norma's idea to ask Martin's mom to see his body in the coffin. She also alluded uh, to Norma being the one to have killed the boys. And in her own words, she claimed Norma had done the killing and she had been frozen watching her do so by saying, I was just standing and looking. I couldn't move. It was as if some glue was pulling us down. Mm -hmm. Like, she's a good little liar. Mm-hmm. So she went on to say in regards to how much force she had seen Norma use when strangling the boys. She said, and I quote, her fingertips and nails were going white. Like, that's a lot of force. She was pushing hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she claimed she hadn't told authorities because she was scared and she had um, a misguided sense of loyalty to Norma. I think it's the other way around, but. Mm, I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So Norma's mother was the next to take the stand. She told the court how a few months prior to Brian's, uh, Brian's death, her and her husband had caught Mary trying to strangle Norma's little sister, Susan. She also said that Mary wouldn't stop the assault until her husband punched Mary in the shoulder. Like a full grown man punching her. Well, she's... <clears throat> highly disturbed so she probably has superhuman strength yeah mm -hmm. so on december 13th norma's lawyer gave their closing argument emphasizing that there was no evidence his client had committed the act of murder how mary's accusations were the only evidence against norma which is true mm -hmm. right next uh, mary's lawyer gave his closing arguments he brought her unfortunate family background and dysfunctional family into play. He brought up personal her personality disorder. Uh, Rudolph Lyons, for the prosecution, talked about how Mary was clearly the dominant of the two girls. He also reminded the jury of Mary's complete lack of remorse because she hadn't shown a lick of it yet. Right. In total, the trial lasted nine days. And on December 17th, the jury left to deliberate and make their decision. They only took three and a half hours to deliberate. In the end, Mary Bell was cleared of murder, but instead was convicted of manslaughter in both the murders of Brian and Martin. And I think that's just because there wasn't enough evidence to say who did it exactly. Like there was no actual evidence, like fingerprints. Yeah, of who did the... And back then they didn't have DNA unless mm. she left blood behind, which she didn't. So, mm. yeah. So, and um, Norma was acquitted of all charges. So she was found not guilty. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. She just, I think they played it off the fact that she just intellectually, she was not, granted she was 13, she was mentally eight. Okay. Yeah. And, and even then she's, her judgment just wasn't there. Like she just didn't know mm-hmm. that, Makes like she knew it was child. bad, but she, yeah, she was confused. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was noted that when Norma heard her verdict, she began to clap. Like she's happy. Right. Um, while Mary apparently burst into tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, and even to this day, Mary Bell, uh, at the time was 11 years old. Uh, what, how did I? Oh, okay. So at that time, and that record is still standing to this day, because she was only 11 years old um, at the time, Mary is uh, Britain's youngest serial killer. I mean, not really a Guinness World Record you want to beat, you know. So is anybody... Okay. She murdered two boys? Yeah. So is that considered a serial murder anything more than one? Like, always? Or is it just because of... It's a... um, Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense what I'm asking? (laughs) I don't know. What classifies this? A serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more persons with the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time between them. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's some, some places it's three, some places it's four, but there's also some places that consider two. Okay. And so honestly, with her... All the evidence of all the violence and her many attempts at strangling children. Who knows? Maybe those are the only two that they knew about. Right? So. Fucking fuck. You know what? Mary's mother. You You, suck. You're a shitty person. No, you suck. Should have hugged your baby. Yep. I wonder if that would have... um. If she would have been different. Um, you know how the how be, failure to thrive yeah. happens to babies when they're not given what they, yeah, their basic needs met. And I, I, I wonder if that's a, there's so many wonders. No, the there's a lot of factors wonder. that can play into it, I think. That can but, cause I like mean, irreversible yeah. brain damage and yeah. like behavioral damage. And well, just, just the, the sexual abuse alone can be enough to rewire your brain. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Mary was given an indefinite sentence of imprisonment. So that meaning that no set amount of time was given at the time of sentencing. Okay. Probably because they probably wanted to try and rehabilitate, and that could take a long time, right? She's missing out on eleven years worth of hugs. Yes. From at least one parent or two or you know a community so yeah it will take a very long time <laughs> yeah yeah um so mary was bounced around a few different facilities at one of them she was the only female age 13 out of 24 inmates Ew. yeah she made allegations she had been sexually assaulted while there and but i don't think it was by like the other like the boys there mm. i think it was uh uh like uh somebody who worked there 
a prison, like a guard or something. An adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in June of 1976, Mary was sent to Moore Court Open Prison. So I'm, from what I can kind of gather, I think these open prisons are like what we call, um, not max, like minimum security. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she took a secretarial course while she was there. Mm-hmm. So learning some skills for when she's like eventually maybe released. In September of 1977, Mary escaped with another inmate. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, basically just walked the fuck out of there. Um, oh, I guess, yeah, that's easy yeah. to escape an open. <laughs> yeah. An open prison. Uh, yeah, the two spent two days uh, hanging out with a couple men, checking out a lot of the local amusements and stuff, eating restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. and they slept in hotels. Uh, eventually, the two parted ways. Uh, on September 13th, Mary was arrested in Derbyshire at the home of one of the men that they had hung out with. And as punishment for the escape, she lost her prison privileges for 28 days. I wonder what that, what does that mean? Well, she lost her, oh, probably, she probably wasn't allowed to leave the prison. She probably wasn't allowed to work, like, off like because I they kind of have like day pass almost like okay. she would have lost all that stuff hmm. uh in June of 1979 Mary was transferred to HM prison uh Askham Grange another open prison uh they were preparing for her planned release the following year so um they did a lot of like preparing for life stuff uh she did uh supervised work so she would be off off prison grounds working at like mm-hmm. a diner and she did work as a server she and she also did um some secretary work as well so mary was released at the age of 23 uh having served 11 and a half years uh she was granted the right of anonymity and was given a new name hmm. so they actually wanted to give her a chance a chance to actually succeed as a mm-hmm. productive member of society so uh yeah so this that's allowing her to start a new life without the stigma of her crimes so i mean a little bit bullshit a little bit I mean, bullshit but at the same time a little a bit right ta- from a taxpayer's perspective i understand <laughs> we don't want to have to well, support her always and forever and, and not, not they just, should be able to not just that i mean like i do i do always hold hope for kids mm-hmm. but i mean i mean I look at um G- gypsy rose right mm-hmm. like i mean granted she was older a lot older when she did what she did to her mom but i hers are different different circumstances but I doubt she would ever kill anyone again. You know, like I just yeah, think it doesn't seem likely. Yeah. And so I think in some cases, sometimes not all, but sometimes if they're shown the right things and given that outlet and the coping mechanisms that they can use that are safe. Hugs. Well, not mm-hmm. just hugs, but just the ability to talk about what you went through. But we also need hugs from Things. the very beginning. Like well, I said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a swoo. 
it's all about that yes yes i agree with you yes yes all of the yeah so later on may 25th 1984 so i'm already two years old wandering around oh well maybe three year and a half year and a half i'd only be a year and a half wait what 1980 what three 84 i was three years old so Mary gave birth to her own daughter. Uh, her daughter grew up knowing nothing of her mother's dark past. Hmm. And from the sounds of it, she was like, she was a mom. Like, she was actually there for her kid. She, It wasn't a repeat situation, how sometimes you hear about that. Yep. Uh, so, she, yeah, she knew nothing of her mother's dark past until 1998, when a local news out- outlet found... Uh, out and broadcast the location of where Mary was living which technically I'm sure they got in shit for because if it's anything like in Canada and there's like like you can't publicize sometimes the names of the criminals themselves because it could ID the children involved in the case Mm -hmm. so in a way then they get anonymity but you can actually get charged for broadcasting that information Which, if they're not offending anymore, is no perfectly but, acceptable. But if they if are, they, were, they need that's to be the shitty caught. part. Like, like I, I think they have broke that before, but it, they, it involves getting a court order to do so, and it's usually only because they need to, like, there's need to find the kid or something. Like, there's, there's, it's an emergency situation. Mm yeah okay yeah so uh so mary and her daughter were taken into protective custody and relocated well you think about it their lives could be in danger at that point right yeah also in 1998 mary collabed with author uh jita i don't know i'm sorry i'm gonna brutalize her name uh jita serini uh, G-I-T-T-A-S-E-R-E-N-Y uh, to tell the story about her life in the book A Cries Unheard, The Story of Mary Bell. Well, you... that's fucked up, though. Is she's getting, she is... getting money from that? Probably. And, like, I mean, their laws are probably different over there, and it wasn't like she was court-ordered not to make any monies off of her thing. But I think in it, it goes over not just like that but it goes over her whole life like all the abuse and all the trauma and stuff she does say it wasn't her way of saying i'm the victim i'm the victim she was trying to say like i do believe she says in it or in an interview or something she did say my history does not excuse what i did Hmm, fair okay yeah so she acknowledges that yeah that stuff might have so she's sharing part of her profits with I the have, families that i didn't look up so i'm like, not sure i'm just wondering if like if i'm they sure they could sue sued her because that's what the family would do is sue her for like the remainder of life for the person that she's murdered uh-huh. right and so like she'd have a lot of money owing but if she wrote a book and is benefiting it, from the book and that's included in the book i feel like, like they shouldn't be allowed to use that money to pay back 
like a lawsuit or whatever. Like they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm just because hmm. yeah, I think I think you can still order the book on Amazon, both hardcover oh, wow. and paperback. And it was like twenty three dollars for the paperback one, which it looks like it's a trade paperback. So yeah. like the size I like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, Mary Bell in a nutshell. I'm sorry your mom didn't hug you. Yeah. Hugs are the awesomest. <laughs> like, I I keep saying the hugs, but, like, just overall, like... Just a little love. Empathy and all of the things for the, like... Don't fucking make your child participate in your fucked up S&M shit and, like... Yeah. Oh, my God. Or try to sell them, or like, mm -hmm. I mean, it was sixties, and it's a different time now, and than it was then, and yeah, but like, come on, yeah, love your babies, squeeze them, but not too hard, because that might get you on our show, right? You'll be huggy wuggy them. <laughs> Her only crime was she loved too hard. <laughs> Oh, I made us a blurb. I like blurbs. I don't know if I have, if I can play it on here. Um, I'll add it into the episode when I put it together. But it's cool. What? I can read it to you. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear it. If I can find it. Give me a second. I gotta find the conversation. Previous seven days. Yeah, there, this one. So I'll try and do it in the voice that I did for the recording, but I'm pretty fucked up right now and I wasn't when I recorded it. So, <laughs> okay. So dive into the mysterious world of true crime with a twist. Introducing Getting High with True Crime, the 420 friendly podcast that takes you on a mind bending journey through chilling cases, all while enjoying a relaxed and lifted atmosphere. Join us as we blaze through the details of infam <laughs> infamous true crime stories, unraveling mysteries, and exploring the darkest corners of the criminal underworld. Our hosts bring a unique perspective to the each case, combining the thrill of true crime with the laid-back vibe of a smoke-filled session. Spark up your curiosity as we delve into the unsolved mysteries, notorious criminals, and bizarre tales, creating an unforgettable experience that's both chilling and chill. Grab your favorite strain, sit back, and let Getting High with True Crime elevate your true crime podcast experience. Oh, wait for it. This is the best part. Tune in for a high-spirited exploration of the criminal mind, where the only thing higher th than the stakes is our hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Getting High with True Crime, because true crime is always better with a side of elevated vibes. Stay lifted, friends. That's amazing! Yeah. <laughs> Good. I like it. You're still recording, FYI. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. So this way, if I forget to put it in, people still get to hear it. It's fucking, that was awesome. Yes. Yeah, and I even have like, okay, because you remember how in last episode I said, hey, no, I'll wait till like our one year anniversary to change the end credit music. Right. You already I, did it? 
I, I forgot and I just did it on the <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a new new song on there Yay! called Secondhand Gosh. Smoke. And it's kind of funny. So well, it's not really funny, but it's it's got some good vibage to it. It does. I like it. I enjoyed it. So in the blurb, I have the instrumental version of that song playing in the background. Linnea, you're a genius. Sometimes I have good ideas. All the time you have good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see my Own post? It, girl. <laughs> Did you see my post in the Yumber Yard for Dark Poutine? Um, because I finally listened to the Dark Poutine episode for this past week. Right. And in it, Mike talks about how, because he's in Vancouver, there's the Vancouver Police Museum. Right. And there's somewhere, he's like, somewhere on the internet, there's like a picture of me holding a hand grenade at the Vancouver Police oh, Museum. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yes. Okay. Did you read through the comments? <laughs> Not yet. Now, I, oh, apparently, my I need God. to read through the comments. <laughs> it's funny because somebody is like, oh, my God, I thought that was like Ozzy from the 80s, like Ozzy Osbourne, because he's got this yes. like insane look on his face. So I was like, oh, you mean this one? And it was like, I had cut out like crudely cut out Ozzy with the 80s hair and he's like making the screamy face and I put it over Mike's head in the picture and so everybody thought that was funny and then somebody else was like well that's not Mike because he Mike has a mustache right because oh. he didn't have his mustache in the picture so I was like oh sorry my bad and I posted a picture and it obviously like a little cartoon mustache where Mike's mustache should be <laughs> And then there was Fantastic. another one. Oh, and then somebody said uh, it was like the scene from Anchorman where um, what's his <laughs> nuts is like holding the grenade and making the vase, right? And so I was like, oh, you mean this scene? And then I, what I take was that picture from the scene and I put Mike's head with that face on body. And yeah, so I had fun with it. So And that was all I'm, on the fly. I am going to look right now. I'm looking. If my Facebook would load properly, I would be able to just pull it up. But it's being stupid old. There's a lot of postages in here. I guess I can search it. <laughs> yeah, just search Linnea. It'll come up. <laughs> hmm. Mm -hmm. There it is. Yeah, and look through the comments. You'll find all three pictures. It's like, because I re reply to what they would say. Oh my god. <laughs> Which one? The Aussie one. Yeah, I know, oh right? <laughs> it's exactly right. I had to flip the image of his face <laughs> so it was facing the right way. Oh my heavens. <laughs> so if anybody needs like very amateur cell phone photo editing <laughs> i'm your gal <laughs> you need a meme made i'm your gal i do that shit on the fly all the time i respond to work emails and memes sometimes you have made the best memes of my animals and my partner <laughs> which one did i do for jy oh oh, oh excuse me I have to look. You okay. made one of him. 
If you find it, you'll post it on the group or on the yeah. page. When your daughter was adding mustaches and shit to him. Oh, or the drag makeup. <laughs> she doesn't do that anymore. That sucks. <laughs> Those were amazing. <laughs> they were good. She would like, um, I'd save her all the magazines with the celebrity faces and she'd do drag makeup on everybody. And then, <laughs> yeah, she, for some reason we did JY. <laughs> and then also uh, Jason Kenny, the ex uh, <laughs> conservative premier of Alberta. <laughs> That's amazing. I remember that, yes. I think they're still on her wall. <laughs> It'd always be weird because I go in there and I see JY with like purple fucking makeup on and shit. I'm hanging in her room. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. Awesome. Yeah. So I have fun with that. But yeah, no, if we find those memes, we should post them. Can you post for on behalf of the page? Because mm. I know you can see stuff. So yeah, if you have things like that we talk about and reference that just post them on there and just okay. put in the <clears throat> description the context i will yeah episode 50 what the what maybe that's what we should title the episode episode 50 what the what oh and we talk <laughs> about mary bell the world uh britain's youngest <laughs> serial killer <laughs> what the what <laughs> Oh, yeah, and, by the way... Wait. Oh, we talk about, yeah. <laughs> this is getting high with true crime, not just... And today we were really high. Listen. <laughs> like, I feel a lot better now. I can see your eyes a little bit right now. The, no. <laughs> I'm still squinty McSquinterson. I, can like, I, I saw them for a second. I saw some white start for a second. But they have moments? There was moment. But yeah, moment. my thumbs feel like they don't want to touch my cell phone. Like it's like they got little balloons tied to them <laughs> and they're floating away. I love this shit. That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks again, Cody, for the recommendation. You rock. Best uh bud yeah. person I've talked to. Thanks, Cody, for giving Linnea the recommendation because this has been a most excellent, excellent recording session. Where we spent what, 10 minutes in the beginning dying from laughter. It felt like 45. It did. It felt like a long time. And it and was fucking awesome. Not felt like 45 because it was like bad, but it like. <laughs> well, and you want to know what? I'm oh not going to go how long we actually laugh for until I listen to it after everybody else is also listening to it. Because Linnea lives life on the edge. Linnea only doesn't edit anything ever. <laughs> she just slams that shit together and posts it on the internet. You're amazing. And just, I just talked about myself in the third person a lot. It's okay. Linnea is allowed to do that. Yes. Because isn't that what they is? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they be baby. Like a third person person? Oh. What? Third person person. What? Huh. I'm going to have to do some Excel spreadsheets on this shit. Now that you know how and you're fully trained and you're like, amped up, you got to make all the spreadsheets. I want to make spreadsheets for a living. For seriously. 
You got something you need spreadsheeted? You don't want to know what I was going to say? I do. I do, because it's probably the same thing I was going to say. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> She's joking. <laughs> Spit it out of there. I've got said. something that needs to be spread. Okay, that was. I knew that was coming. I've been. <laughs> I've been watching two broke girls. Mm-hmm. Favorite show. Got to be like, yeah, one of my favorite. But that was a rem- very reminiscent of. The main girl. Have you watched Bluey yet? <laughs> Have you watched the new episodes? Mm-mm. There's like nine new episodes. Oh, me and Bluey have a hardcore date going on then. I love Bluey. Mm-hmm. I could watch that show for the rest of my life. And there's still parts that I'm going to laugh at. Mm-hmm. That is single-handedly the best show ever made. That's some funny shit. For kids and adults. Mm-hmm. I love it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And you want to know what? I'm Chicken sad. butt. I'm sad. Why are you sad? I watched all of Letter Kenny. And I have no more episodes of Letter Kenny because it's over. What? Just start again. Just start well, from the beginning and just and I, start and I, again. I watched Shorzy both seasons. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that show. I almost love it better than Letterkenny, but it's I have no, I have noticed since I like binge watched Letterkenny, I add a lot of s's to my words now, like Squirrely Dan. He always adds s's. Well, and randomly I'll just go sushi and sashimis. Did we talk like about we, this? We talked about this last week. Okay, because I had some sort of brain. Fart happened there. Deja vu. Yes, but it's not technically deja vu because we actually did talk about. Is that a spider on the wall? <laughs> oh, the look, it's shiny. This? Do we live in legs. England or what? Or Australia? Just be glad you're not in Australia, dude. Ooh, um, the the one of the young people that was living at my parents' house had a scar from being bit by a like a huntsman or some sort of spider oh, God. when he was in australia like as a child yeah that's my spider scar like oh my god dude yeah. that's insane he's, he's like almost 30 30 something like that like and he still Ooh. has a scar oh i don't like it just reminded me when we were at my my at in the cabin and i was peeing and it was dark because i didn't want to turn the lights on because the lights would light up part of the cabin and people would wake up so i'm peeing and all of a sudden i felt little wispy thing run across my foot and Mm-mm. i was like i know what that was but i don't want to look i know what that was and i knew it was a spider and i was like well, okay well, maybe maybe spider. i'm gonna look because if it's like i don't want them running all over the cabin and i figured it's probably just a smaller cute little spider it was a fucking wolf spider dude <gasps> the big ones and they can really fuck you up if they bite you like uh-huh. they like really we're talking can. like dead tissue mm-hmm. necrosis of the oh, skin you know what i did to that motherfucker 
took the garbage can and beat the ever-loving shit out of it in front of his buddy who was staring at me from across. Three, mm. two of them. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that, his buddy, he, he fucked off and we couldn't <laughs> find him. He was gone. I'm going to go live in this shoe here. <laughs> I don't like it. Make sure to always put your hands in your shoes before you put them on your feet. Fingers first. <laughs> oh, I wish you could have heard that burp. I did. A little what? bit. What? A tiny like, bit of it. Like a lion doing that low <laughs> roar call thing. <laughs> it is almost spring. <laughs> well, I'm not a cat in heat yet. <laughs> could you imagine if people were like cats when they were... In the they mood. aren't. Well, they're not going around going, I'm horny. I'm you horny. Never <laughs> went you... to the bars in the past here, have you? Yes, I have. I used to be a bar star, bitch. I dance <laughs> on the speaker every Thursday. <laughs> bar star, bitch. So, <laughs> <laughs> like Branley's, for instance, back in the day, that's exactly the scene on the dance floor is what you just described i should where i gotta find uh see if i can find it of course that's not gonna work uh there's like pictures of me when i was younger in a bar star <laughs> oh i i know where to find it facebook hi go to me go to my photos albums because i back used to be a time back in the day when i made albums with photos mm-hmm. and i just posted them like i do now trying to find the we're one still album. recording <laughs> yes i know we're still recording and i'm sorry everyone i'm on a tangent but you have to follow me <laughs> it's all good i was like wait we're still recording yep we still are perfect oh Fruitcakes, where is it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's got to be before this because it's showing Alexis as a baby. Where the hell? Maybe. Nope. That one I'm wearing pants. My moonstone necklace ripped off of my neck yesterday. What? Mm-hmm. Why? You got caught on a button. Oh. And it like ripped off. There, I found it. I got the screenshot and I'm sending it to you. Okay. I'm the one on the right. See? Dancing on top of a speaker in a schoolgirl outfit. Ooh. <laughs> Why have I never seen this picture? I don't think I've shown you my bar star days. Mm-mm. You should now go peruse through my photo albums on Facebook. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Just mm. send me screenshots. Dude, I think there's a couple you'll see me kissing my friend. Mm. It was, was on her cheek and she looked very shocked. But it was funny. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's all good. Yes. Well, shall we say the thing? End this bitch. Bitch. But it's not a bitch at all. No, I love this. Great. My stomach hurts. And also, yes, let's do it. So, um, who says what? I think I said. I say, yeah, I say, stay <laughs> lifted, lifted, stay lift, lift, lifted, lifted. Says, like, um, <laughs> I was Stewie say words to Brian and make him. You, there's a word he says, whip, but it's like whip, whip the whip cream. Yeah. Yes. A little whip and a little nene. <laughs> oh God! Now that song's stuck in my head. <laughs> Echocolia? Is that what that's called? Echocolia? How is, when you the ADHD when we hear a sound and we like either like join in or finish it or I don't remember what it's called. That is also. But there's a song I need to send you now because you're gonna get it stuck in your head and it's gonna be awesome. It was a song that never ends. That just the just episode that never ends because we keep <laughs> going on and on. Oh my god, again! <laughs> oh, Thanks. That? Find us everywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. Yes, and uh, you can email us at getting high with true crime at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All one word, all lowercase. And, and email us for real though, because Linnea likes to get emails. Yeah, yeah, I do. Especially if they have like free things in them. We should. What? I'll talk to you after the. I gotta write it down so I don't forget. It's okay. And then carry on. Join the Facebook group, Getting High with True Crime podcast, or check out our page, Getting High with True Crime, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And we are on the Instagrams. And technically, we have a TikTok, though I do nothing with it because I keep forgetting. Um, if there's a way we can integrate Excel into TikTok and I can help. <laughs> Just start giving Excel tutorials. But in all of your examples, our podcast name will be in there. Yes. See? See? Yeah. Brought to you by Getting High with True Crime. Linnea is weird and her co-host is weirder (laughs) yes yes my dumpster fire didn't like it kept me warm here tonight so that's cool are you cold cold still in your prison I'm still cold in my prison (laughs) okay stay lifted everyone stay lifted and not shifted where's the oh I found it I found it I found it I found it I didn't think I was going to be able to find it with how how fucked up I am. That is what he said. Finally. Oh, my God. No. The body. (laughs) Whatever you breathe, I breathe in. Whatever you believe, I believe in. Whenever I fall, you're bleeding. When I just can't sleep, you're the reason. It's contagious. Can't escape it. They call us outrageous, can't sustain this. Second hand smoke, it's a thriller, oh, it's gonna kill us, but I'm no quitter, no. Second hand smoke, our little secret, oh, we're gonna keep it, cause it's all we know. Got that Bonnie and Clyde kind of love.
Ride or die, got me high kind of love. Share a heart, share a mind kind of love. Never gotta ask why kind of love. Take another hit, another hit now.